0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Mabel, and fiancé and co-host, Agu. Welcome back, guys, after our little break. (laughs)
1: It's been a long time.
0: (laughs) I know. Such a long, long time.
2: A whole week. Oh, sorry. A whole two weeks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we were... um, We found out that last week there was an episode where, like, Miles and Karen, Amani, Woody... Jamie and Beth, and maybe another couple, I can't remember, um, just kind of commented on how the season 12 has gone so far and what they think about it. Um, we haven't caught that episode yet, but uh, if we do, we'll try to include, like, a, a brief review of that in a future episode. But um, I guess let us know if if that was worth watching <laughs> or if you feel like they had good thoughts on it. I'm kind of curious how that went. But sometimes I feel like those formats get a little bit drawn out, like when they did the, um, the like, season kickoff episodes with the different folks from oh, like yeah. e-news and stuff where they're like what do you think about this pairing and yeah. i'm like i don't know who these people are <laughs> i don't care
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so it's mm-hmm. fine i think okay.
2: the e-news one was just a setup of like they showed them a very specific clip and it was like a clip that was edited for you to feel a certain way and then they would ask them and of course everyone on the panel would say the thing that the clip wanted you to say Mm
3: -hmm. but
2: um that being said I feel like last season we probably were the ones who were were like hey let's bring some of the couples that've been through this before so they could bring in their insight (laughs) actually I think I remember saying that so for me to be I can't I have to watch it because that would be very hypocritical for me to like recommend it last season and then they Mm -hmm. do it and then I'm like um I you know I was lying So I think we'll check it out and hopefully it's good.
0: I think what I really want to see is like the conversations that we'll never be able to see, which is actual couples who have been on the show in the past and season 12 couples just talking about the experience of being on the show candidly, like without all of the like the editing and filtering of what they're allowed to say and not allowed to say, because I just want to know like, what is it actually like? What are the things that we don't really know about and understand as viewers because this is a very produced story? I think that mm. would be fascinating, but there's no way we're ever going to know that.
1: <laughs> Open Q&A with all the, all right. the couples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live yeah. streamed.
2: Live streamed. It's like, do the, who was that? Was it Brett from Brett and Olivia who had to ask me anything? Like, that was actually kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So maybe we'll watch it, audience, and, and we'll see, listeners, couple of 3 years, and we'll, <laughs> we'll check it out. We'll see. Um, and
1: let us know what you t- you think, too, if you saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to check that out.
2: Let's, do you guys want to get into this uh, Decision Day yeah. episode now? Without
0: further yeah. ado, what we have been waiting for this whole time Ta-da. is, are these couples going to stay together or decide to stay together on Decision Day? So we still don't know if everyone has stayed together until the reunion episode and beyond but for now we do know where everyone stands so we mm-hmm. started with ryan and clara and um for sure for sure they they for sure want to stay together so i guess we're either of you surprised by their answers
1: Ryan's literal answer, like at least added an answer, um, for sure. I want to, um, <laughs> like, wait, is that um, a for sure
0: 150 percent? Want to say, right. I was like, he literally added up his calculations and was like, I got a 150 yeah, yeah, okay,
2: <laughs> I can make this work, all right, cool, cool, right. cool.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: I mean, yeah. definitely not surprised by Clara's answer. She was 100% mm-hmm. yes, all the time. She never wavered. Mm-hmm.
0: She also kind of walked back the intimacy problem that she had brought she up several times throughout the season. So she was saying, like, we, he had to explain it to me several times, which was an interesting way to phrase that, that how he felt about being a little bit slower towards intimacy and um, how he feels about it. And she was mm. like, is this the hill I'm willing to die on if we're going to be together for you know the next 50 years? And it's probably no. So I'm going to kind of let it just kind of take my hand off the wheel and let it be what it is. And so that's an interesting evolution. I feel like she may have arrived at that conclusion a lot earlier than we saw, just based mm-hmm. on how they've been telling the story around yeah. that. I don't know.
2: Yeah yeah i i get it it's this is one of those things that I don't know. I feel like I might have felt differently if I was in her situation, but the logic that she has tracks like i if you are going to be if you are looking at this as a forever thing, the first two months doesn't necessarily you know decide how you're like she said, 50 years of them being married. So um, I can respect that. You know, I, I think I would have wanted to, like, push back a little bit more if I was in her shoe and be like, like, why is this the case? If you are married and, you know, like like she said, it's a decision to be in love with someone. And, and so if they already have that... And I think that's what she was trying to say in her moments where she was angry. Like, we're in this together. Why is this the thing? But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Ryan seems very sure of his decision. And I don't... It's like, it's either that or she breaks up with him. And I think she likes him mm-hmm. too much to, to end it. So Oh, for
1: I, sure. Oh, dang, yeah. I said it. about probably really it. <laughs>
0: Yep, that's you just the
1: thing now. We can't
0: stop. We've been in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. So do you guys think that they will still be together at the reunion?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was editing, but Ryan's response didn't convince me mm-hmm. that he sees this long term. Hmm. I felt like it was a uh, things are going great so there's no serious big you know reason to break up divorce right now we can keep writing this out and see where it goes that's kind of the vibe i got from him Hmm. and this is just me being like nitpicky a little bit but when they were all in a conversation with everyone after everyone's decision came out Mm -hmm. she was like drum roll, please, surprise, we're staying together. And then he said, well, she stuck with me for a little bit. And maybe I'm reading too much into that. But I was like, "Mm, I don't know if marriage is a little bit.
0: I feel like that was his terrible attempt at a joke. Maybe. Not not reading the room that, like, look, a bunch of people just got divorced today, so like, maybe not joke about this. You know?
2: yeah. It's just, it's so odd that like saying I love you is the big thing that he just, Right. it's, I just, it, that amazes me. I don't understand that. Like their relationship, fine, short, but what, from what we've seen in other scenes, she mentioned that he's been in like multiple year relationships where they've never exchanged I love you's and
1: that's, mm-hmm.
2: that's different. That's different. Yeah.
1: And I think that's where it gets confusing to me. Most of the time when I, I don't know, hear people talk about like being hesitant and maybe this is just my small world of people I've met, but usually it's like, well, it hasn't been a series of serious relationships or it hasn't been many long relationships. It's just been kind of like dating and maybe a long relationship here and there. Yeah. Um, but with Ryan, you're absolutely right. He has been in long relationships, debatably as many serious relationships. But then even he's like justifying it right now in the conversation to be like, that process is very slow for me. Um, you're going to have to be patient. It takes me a lot of baby steps to get there. You have to chip away over a long period of time. And I'm like, mm, to me, that kind of sounds like a, an ex- Excuse slash justification yeah. to avoid. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. mm. that
0: yeah. kind of sounds like how Haley was talking about herself. Mm. Because imagine if someone like Clara was paired with like a Haley. Like, let's imagine that Married at First Sight actually gets with modern times and like <laughs> we have a lesbian couple, but like that level of commitment from Clara to see things through with someone who is really, really hesitant and slow to trust, like Haley. Like, yeah. that's really what, the same dynamic that we're seeing between Clara and Ryan, I think. But it's Good just point. that, like, yeah. Jake isn't a Clara. <laughs> that's yeah.
2: yeah. And, like, I think... Like, I never... I don't think the relationship is ever going to get to the point that it's, like, toxic, right? So... Because he is relatively like he's a nice person he's a good person so it's not gonna get bad enough that i could see her be like i need to leave this now
3: mm-hmm.
2: i just hope that it's better than this like 60 percent relationship that it seems like they have now and and like you know, like saying I love you is just at the end of the day it's words. So mm-hmm. ho- hopefully he's still showing that, even though he doesn't want to use those words. But yeah, it's they're they're a very interesting couple to to watch. Um and so to like the first initial question, I think they are going to stay together on decision day. I mean on reunion. Mm-hmm. Um I just I think if he is slow to like this building of trust, even decision day is going to be slow for for him. Like, hopefully they're intimate at that point, maybe. But even then, I you know I don't really know. Um, just like you said, like Haley or and sometimes um, Brianna said this, but like being self aware but not mm-hmm. wanting to correct the issue is just as bad as not mm-hmm. knowing that you have the issue like like he it seems like he understands that he is slow to say I love you he's slow to build that trust which is great you know it but like try to work on it try to fix it like just knowing it isn't mm-hmm. that's not enough mm-hmm. like you're one third of the way there
1: (laughs) exactly and and i'm sure like you can you know think about like why is that like is it something in your past is it like previous relationships is like burned in the past Mm -hmm. you don't know but like and and to clarify i have plenty of friends that have waited a year two years to say i love you to their partner and completely you know like like normal valid etc i just think that he keeps bringing it up in a way that's almost like telling her, Hey, I'm not going to say it for a very long time. Um, I'm not going to like be in the, it's almost like too much to be like, I don't know. I don't know. Instead of just kind of going with it, letting it be. And it'll happen when it happens. It's like, he's trying to overthink it so much so that he's Mm -hmm. waiting for this magical moment to, to appear.
0: Yeah, I think overthinking summarizes his, like, big problem (laughs) very well, because I think he's just kind of getting in his own way with it a little bit. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that they paired him with Clara is she can maybe help him be a little bit more spontaneous and a little bit more present and a little bit Mm less... um, just so rigidly structured i mean she's got a bedtime now she's making compromises (laughs) apparently on her side
1: (laughs) and she was so surprised in the first day (laughs) she's like what (laughs)
0: And they're evolving Mm. you know but I, i hope that that evolution happens on his side as well yeah um but maybe i mean they they seem to be incredibly private so it could just be that it's stuff that we're not going to see because he's only going to really talk about it openly with her when the cameras are sure. gone, so yeah hopefully they're good seem they seem okay I think I think that they will stay together um, you know still through the reunion and everything, but mm-hmm. we'll see mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I guess I get why he's so private. I think that's I think it's a very smart thing like if you're being serious mm-hmm. about this, you want to keep you're not trying to make it a reality TV show. You're, you're making this a real relationship. And
3: yeah.
2: so I get why he wants to be private. I just, I think because of that, you then leave a lot of space for people to then try to theorize your intention. And like, it felt like even the show was like, like I, like, I really loved this show. I like the people on it. And, but it felt like they like were trying to make a storyline out of nothing Mm. with them you know like just the amount of scenes that we've seen with them where they like cut nine different
3: Mm -hmm, scenes mm -hmm. to like
2: put together a sentence and like you know the the cynical way of looking at that is like oh they're trying to pull up trauma but the non-cynical way is like we had nothing to work with here we're just trying (laughs) to put something together because he doesn't talk right so i kind of get it from that perspective and and I think that's the only issue when you're, like, super, super private, is, like, this kind of happens. So, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, a middle ground where you can, like, talk about your relationship, but clearly doesn't like talking about their intimacy. Like, okay, that's fine. Just don't, you don't necessarily have to talk about that. But, um, yeah, I'm wishing them the best, though. I think, uh, consider like, we got three yeses out of this season i did not see mm-hmm. that coming but this is <laughs> technically one of their more successful seasons if you use that mm-hmm. as a measure so mm-hmm. good luck
1: <laughs> wishing you good well. luck <laughs> <laughs> wishing the best for Claire and ryan <laughs> yeah. all right
0: do we want to move over to jacob and haley Yes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun.
2: Uh, eagle and dragon? Is that what you
1: Eagle and dragon. <laughs> yes. Back. So, um, I hope that comes up on this, on reunion day, where they talk about eagle and dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really hope so. Same. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. not surprisingly, they decided to separate. Um, my first impression of their meeting with the experts was... Haley always tries to act like everything's fine (laughs) and it's like we all know it's not fine like she seemed like so cheerful to be sitting down with them they're like hey how's it going she's like I'm doing really good how are you (laughs) I was like relax like it's okay you're about to get a divorce like it's okay to just be just be whatever you're feeling like that's all right (laughs) and um so I guess how did how did you feel about all of uh their conversation with the experts
1: I thought that her response was like, I'm so excited to be out of this (laughs) mess of a situation. I'm done with this, dude. Let's get on. Let's move on with it. Mm -hmm. She's going to go have a divorce party. like You've seen (laughs) the past.
2: (laughs) Also, Jacob wore jeans. I knew it. Every time he wears a suit on the top, he wears jeans on the bottom. He is consistent with his fashion choice
1: with a lot of things
2: consistent why are you wearing a tie why <laughs> what is the point of wearing a tie if you're going to have jeans at the bottom
1: yeah mm.
0: and like are dress pants that much more more uncomfortable than jeans I, it doesn't seem like they're really that different so no maybe just go full suit no <laughs> <laughs>
2: guy clothes is fine like we rarely are uncomfortable it's pretty solid which is I'm why good. i'm
0: jealous of your clothes all the time
2: it's <laughs> just it's pretty, yeah it's, it's nice we could um, have a
1: whole <laughs> other tangent about that <laughs> oh yes oh yes
2: mm-hmm. um was there but... anything
1: though about their comments about the discussion that they had that surprised you
0: with the experts um I don't know off the top of my head from their conversation with the experts, I do remember like when they were meeting with everyone afterwards outside that they were asking Jacob what he thought he learned and he didn't feel like he learned anything. And I felt like that was a little concerning. Like, really? Mm-hmm. you? I feel like they're both, both Haley and Jacob are blaming each other in- entirely for the failure of the marriage. And Mm -hmm. that really isn't going to serve them very well in their next relationship. So that was disappointing to me. I was like, what a wasted experience then. Yeah.
2: So the thing I was getting with the time the more times we saw him this episode was I think he it feels like ultimately he's upset that Haley didn't try as much as he did. Mm -hmm. And you know, whether that's true or not. I don't know, but it feels like that is the thing that is, like, so, like, if you feel like the other person didn't even try and you weren't in a relationship, then of course he's going to say, no, I didn't learn anything because, you know, it it wasn't a relationship. Um, And then on the Haley side, I think, I think she just didn't want to be in this. But then she didn't want to call it off like it's that like sports mentality thing where it's like I got to see it to the end which I do appreciate but you're not like being in a relationship but you're not in a relationship I don't see the point of that and mm-hmm. I think I think that's why he because he seems salty about it and like I think reunion episode is going to be great with him. Uh, I forget who said that big like he was going to be Henry or something. Um, It's going to be amazing. But. They just they weren't they weren't a relationship. They had like three Mm -hmm. good dates had, you know, were intimate once and they were like, "Ooh, don't like that. And then they were done. (laughs) And like, I don't. Like, they look so bad because they don't like each other. And that's that's fine. Like, I think they're two good people. They're just not good together. And. I kind of wish they pulled a Chris and Paige, and like called it earlier. Like I mm-hmm. think they would have yep. looked better. They would have felt better. Um, you know, I just mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's unfortunate, but I think they're so hardworking that they ended up making themselves just mm-hmm. hate this experience and miserable um, for
0: no reason. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know how some people when they approach dating, it's like, are they good enough? for me which absolutely like please like that's something you should be thinking about but then it ends there instead of like continuing that and am i good enough for them right and i think both of them approached it of like i'm i'm solid i have like everything i'm doing is right i did nothing wrong they're the ones who Mm -hmm. etc fill in the blank um and it didn't really it's just like they each had their own Almost like, a, like, in that way, it, looks, it seems kind of selfish to me. Their own selfish yeah. approach of saying, this person didn't blank enough for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And actually, to Ashley, to your comment earlier about um, Jake, it makes me think back in the beginning when he was talking about all his, all his exes. He kept saying, they were the crazy ones or they whatever. And it was always their fault they didn't work out. And it's like, dude there's a common denominator here (laughs) maybe Mm -hmm. look introspectively a little bit what's going on there
3: (laughs) yeah
1: i'm really curious what the
0: experiences of people who have been on this show and how they suddenly are going to have people talking about them online and giving Mm -hmm. unsolicited feedback about them and how they approach relationships how they communicate everything you know Mm -hmm. i think I wonder if um, I think if I were on the show, I would be very tempted to just look at everything and then probably have mm. a mental breakdown, and then slowly get my confidence back and be like, "F the haters, I'm the best." <laughs> but <laughs> but there might be Love some it. things in there that like if someone makes a comment in a particular way that just like kind of gets through to you, where it's like, "Oh, I didn't realize I do this," or like, "Oh, that is actually pretty true." I'm really really curious if that happens because that could be the way I don't know I think we all just like learn in very different ways and there are lessons and I've talked about this before but there there are lessons that you do kind of like know in the back of your mind but sometimes you have to hear it the right way from the right person for it to land
1: that's true and
0: and so maybe just the sheer volume of feedback that everyone on the show is going to be getting from people online maybe it's a higher likelihood that something does kind of get through and there is kind of a point of self-reflection in some way that does help mm-hmm. them understand themselves better or whatever it is, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely, I think, also that was very meta, considering that we're some of the people commenting on them from the yep. internet. There's I, I was, layers to
1: this. <laughs> it was like, wow. Right, right.
2: This is next P.S. Level. take
1: our advice just kidding
2: <laughs> the other people's advice dumb but I ours I will be their good. untrained
1: therapist <laughs> yeah.
0: um, zero training it's, whatsoever very meta. <laughs> not to brag but I've been in therapy before so I know how right. this goes
2: I've had it's multiple marriages I know how marriages work <laughs>
0: okay Eric um,
2: oh, that's funny Yeah, I I think what, so like the Haley one, I think I'm starting to realize why I was so intrigued by her story is I think she just does not want to be the bad guy. Mm. And I kind of empathize with that. Like I've, I've seen situations in my life where like, for example, like, you know, a person is a really bad employee or a coworker and like, they shouldn't work in the company anymore, but instead of just firing the person, they do the whole like, oh, we'll put them on a employee review plan and then we'll do the, uh, we'll do these different meetings. And then like, you're basically trying to do everything you can for them to say, I want to leave as opposed to mm-hmm. just for the good of that person, for the good of the company be like, you know what, this is just, isn't going to work. You're an intelligent person. You're going to find something else. So you're going to like. But being that bad guy for a few moments is really, really hard, especially if you're a person who likes, you know, you are you're you want people to be happy and you feel like you don't want to make them down. And I think with her, it felt like she knew pretty early that this was just not going to work. And I think Jacob still kind of thought it was. So that's why I'm being a little less hard on him because... I think in his head he thought that they could be a a thing and I think she knew like no this is not going to work and like yeah you're going to be the bad guy for a few seconds or a few minutes as you break it up but think how much happier she would have been how much happier Jake would have uh, Jacob would have been if they just called it out like it just mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: uh it's so hard and like you said, yeah like when she's talking to experts oh no i'm fine i'm totally fine it's like no you're not you're upset and that's okay like you that's totally okay you can say that and you're not mm-hmm. the bad person um so i really do wish her the best i think she tried to do so much to look good but then end up looking kind of crappy on the show and mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. she is I think she just knows what she wants, and it's not Jacob. <laughs> That's okay.
1: On that note, though, I think, like, so there was a show I used to really like on VH1 mm-hmm. called Tough Love, and it was, mm-hmm. like, a coaching show for people who weren't, like, having that much success dating. And so it was a bunch of singles, okay. and this okay. guy, dating coach, um, Unmatchables? You know, <laughs> is this <on> no. <laughs> The older version of VH1, yes. <laughs> um... So tough love was a big show I liked because it was about like coaching and it's like it wasn't all right. Let's only learn about relationships when we're in relationships, but it's like let's learn about ourselves and be prepared for relationships not only when we're with one person who obviously mm-hmm. like that's gonna be biased influenced by that one experience that one person. And there was also this other video Ashley and I we've talked about in the past um but this channel really like that we both really like on YouTube called the financial diet and one time they had this divorce lawyer on it talking about his experience what he finds in relationships etc and one thing Mm -hmm. he mentioned I think it was also in his book saying why not ask your partner what they prefer when they're arguing like what kind of coping do they need are they the kind of person who needs to walk away Take the moment to think about it and come back. Are they the person that can't go to bed angry? We have to talk about it right now until three o'clock in the morning. Have that conversation before you get into the argument so you know when you're not heated how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And I think like we see right now in Married at First Sight, they're trying to learn how to be married and learn how to be in a relationship or how to be a stronger partner in this experience while they're with the other person. But I also think there's a lot of value in coaching while you're not always in the relationship but just like hey Mm -hmm. these are some things to keep in mind you know self-improvement development approach that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. whether it's relationships whether it's learning about job career stuff like i really like those programs that really teach people how to like be successful in their careers not necessarily while they're working you know yeah
2: right i'm totally snapping here Like that's, (laughs) yeah, like that's spot on. That's, that's definitely, it's like with the army training or like the SEAL training where they make them do the same stuff over and over again so that when you have bullets flying at your head, then you're going off instinct and you don't have to think about it because you've done this so many times. It's like part of your muscle memory and yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Like if they were like, all right, when we fight, this is what we do to resolve the fight and- yeah, I t- that totally makes sense. Plus they're in like a crazy experiment. So of course it's going right. to like bring out all the like weird parts of you that you didn't you know, but you don't have to use all these weird muscles that you're like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had this muscle. <laughs> I forgot about it. It never gets worked out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think that also lends itself to the idea of each person in the partnership being a whole person before they come together.
1: Exactly. And
0: not expecting the other person to fill in their gaps so that they can be whole like once they're a unit. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like you're not Mm -hmm. like one plus one equals one. Like you're just one plus one. (laughs) Like you just you're kind of bonded (laughs) together now. And like you being like, I I just think self-development and um, kind of working on yourself in whatever ways that you find meaningful as just a Mm -hmm. daily practice Is one of the biggest things that can contribute to you showing up in a relationship as your best self, which is going to kind of, I think, inevitably kind of curb some arguments. It's going to curb some issues that might come up because you're kind of, you kind of have your stuff taken care of first and you're showing up for the relationship, not for what it gives you Mm
3: -hmm. in those like
0: little ways that you haven't
1: worked on yet. That's why we love Damani and Woody. They're great. Exactly
2: yeah they were fully developed um people beforehand and emotionally Uh, mature
0: and able to talk things out and like their ability to have a conversation and not let it be about their emotions but about looking at the common problem together was amazing like they they saved like an extra ten hours of discussion because they didn't get caught up in like, well, I can't believe you don't think I'm what up? Like, it's like, no, what are we actually talking about? And they could do oh, that yes. so well; it was amazing.
1: <laughs> they were they also need having... their own show on, like. <laughs> yeah, they do need their I own mean, show. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I was gonna say like they are also having sex, and Aileen Jacob weren't. So like,
0: <laughs> that does help. That's a factor. Okay. It helps. i just it saying. It
2: Like, one is, like, a kind of, like, a really weird acquaintance, and the other is, like, a relationship. <laughs> like, I, but I, I totally really, get what you really mean. I like, mean. they were fully-fledged uh, people.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I okay. Get
0: it. So, Paige and Chris. Oh, God. Who needed six <laughs> hours of filming to get their... You know, basically six hours of what was covered on that episode. Of that. Uh, <laughs> they I were just, leaving in the parking uh, yeah. lot. They came back. They were they left again. They came uh, back. We had yeah. we had a lot a lot of things happen with them.
1: True. <laughs> just
0: <laughs> want to give
2: a shout out to the the film crew. Um, yes. Just everyone on the back end. Um, we were kind of joking around about this before we start recording, but. I, like, imagine they, like, left home, like, okay, honey, I'll be back after today. And then they go into work and their shift goes over by six hours because Chris and Paige are having multiple (laughs) breakdowns and just, like, I'm I'm just picturing the, like, son at, like, b-ball, like, or, like, at their soccer practice. Like, no, my dad is coming. Don't wait. Don't stop the practice. He'll come.
0: he's a best dad he works for a tv show and everyone's like okay he's not coming
2: (laughs) and then it's just like him in the the soccer field waiting for his dad who never comes and he's just like Uh
0: dad where are you
2: wow that got dark but that's kind of what i (laughs) saw. that's what i was picturing it was them just like i have like we saw them so much this season we went from like Mm -hmm. never seeing them to like Paige is like, Oh, I want to talk to this person, this specific producer, because clearly that's like her person.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: they're like talking it out and like even when they were like coming back to talk to the pro- uh, to the experts, and then you could like see one of the producers in the back, like trying to like sculpt down some food before like again. Oh, I didn't again.
0: see that. That's hilarious. Oh, I didn't just,
2: notice. Like, you, you poor people, like y'all y'all are the real MVP. They better I, get
0: I, paid real well.
2: I feel like I was like, you know what? I'm over this, Chris Page. I don't care. I want to see my wife and kids. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> I have a life outside of this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, did but... it?
0: Did it surprise you guys that that um, I completely blanked on her name? Page. What? Page. What? Oh my god! <laughs> I was just looking at you, Mabel, and I was like, Mabel. Nope, that's not right. What's her name again? <laughs> Mabel. Nope, that's not right. Page. Sorry. This
2: is me every day of my mm. life, forgetting names. <laughs> it's, now, I don't know. it's rubbing what, off on me. Oh, no. This, this is what it feels like.
0: <laughs> Did it surprise you that Paige wasn't completely sure about her decision?
1: It really shouldn't, but I was still so frustrated. I This is the conversation I have with my girlfriends. That's like, what are you doing? Stop going back to the suit. I know we've all made the mistake, like I am also a culprit of that but like <laughs> come on you yeah. see that he is the the vision i like the the imagery i had in my head was that she's being like dragged around like a um like a doll in toy story like that little kid kind of like you oh know. no yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. like what i saw because page yeah i'm just like yeah. what are you doing he is playing you he is leading you on he's just trying to find words yeah. that keep you around like a little bit longer. Shout out to Doctor Viviana, though. I was like, "Yes, please speak the truth right now," because she was getting so irritated. She's like, "Wait a second, no, no, no! I just got to speak up." Thank you, mm-hmm. Doctor Viviana. Mm-hmm. I just,
2: I have so many emotions. I just don't know how to feel. Like, first, the fact that you would even so directed towards Chris, the fact that you would even bring up the miscarriage, like, this is, I'm assuming, recent. And, like, to try to use that as, like, I don't even like the thought process of, oh, the thing that was between us is now dead. Like, I don't even like that conversation. I don't want to hear it. That is disgusting. It's fucking, like, a baby just died, and we're out here acting like, oh you know i hate i like to it's like just the way they were equating that to like you know i work nights you work days it's hard for us to be in a relationship oh now i work days we can hang out like no this is a f- baby this yes, was
0: it's serious this is a serious, serious thing
2: and to like try to use that and i I'm, I'm gonna try to be sympathetic and say maybe he is just in a dark place right now because that's a big thing to handle you don't need to mention that on national television and, like, I just, I did not like that at all. It just, it felt gross to me. And, and you could tell, like, the experts didn't really know how to react to it. Like, just, like, what do you say in that situation? And, and her, like, going out to him to, like, try to console him. It annoyed me, too. I'm I'm with him about it. was like, what are you doing? But then also, When someone confesses something like this you you feel bad for them so like i get why Mm -hmm. she like went back and it's just
0: yeah
1: just don't like don't you know definitely he's going through a lot right now she's going through a lot like i'm talking about mercedes I mean, this is very serious and that's great that Paige wanted to be supportive in that moment, but there's a difference between supportive and wanting to get back together in a relationship. Like Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I think I think Paige's maybe learning opportunity from this experience is how important boundaries are. <laughs> Where yeah. if she can if she were at a place where she had clear boundaries with him, where um, she was explicit with him where they stood and what was okay with her and what wasn't, that, like, I'm okay with having a conversation with you, I'm not okay with having a relationship with you, whatever that looks like, then her being, like, emotionally supportive for him in this time is is not going to be as much of a kind of, like, risky thing for her emotional state. Because it was obviously after that, you know after he walks out and he needs a moment in the car and she's yeah. there supporting him and then he has this epiphany like she's here being there for me and she's you know like she's a ride or die and she's the diamond and she's everything and she's yeah. like you know this, these are the the first time i've heard him say stuff like this like he was very honest and i've never you know he he just i haven't heard these words come out of his mouth before and so now yeah. she's confused and it's like i I agree i don't think the the miscarriage should have been brought up in the first place like that is a insanely private and tragic thing that mercedes is going through like i understand chris is a part of it but like mercedes is having a very traumatic experience and needs support in whatever way she she wants we don't need this to be a talking point on a reality tv show um but in my feeling was it was like Chris now doesn't have a strong reason that Mercedes would want to be with him and Paige is about to go. So who's his best option now? And how does he manipulate her, whether he knows that's what he's doing or not to get her back to want to yeah. still try to work things out with him. And that that's, that's really hard. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah that's really nefarious and i really don't know if he fully understands what he is doing but mm-hmm. based on his actions anytime he is about to lose one of the two women he he thinks he might you know need to be with then he start he he finds some way to loop them back in and i'm i'm very glad they separated i think that is absolutely the best thing for them i really Mm -hmm. hope they don't have contact after this but i'm not sure that's going to be the case yeah
2: it feels it feels like right after this they probably started getting back in contact with each other right mm
1: -hmm. i mean i'm not totally convinced they had zero contact before this but i definitely don't think they're gonna have zero contact after
2: yeah yeah i one of the well, when you mentioned like dr viviana I think I also, like, when she said that, I was like, I fully agree with you. Um, I'm totally with you, and, like, I'm happy you're saying something. But it was interesting seeing him go straight defensive again. Like, I'm starting to realize that's kind of his his go-to. Like, he's a fighter, and, like, is a fighter looking for a war. And the, the moment he has someone who's like, this can be my bad guy, he, like, activates it. And I have... Mm. I have people in my life who are like that sometimes and it can be very frustrating sometimes because they're passionate people which is great but if you're like constantly looking for a bad guy in your life you're going to find them and most of the time they're not actually like dr viviana in that scene was doing that for him too like she was saying that like hey this is a bad relationship for you too not Mm -hmm. just for page but you can just see he was like I don't care what anyone says I don't care what any of your opinions are and I, I I love that he has that point but you gotta like reel it in a little bit and it was it was very interesting seeing the way dr. Uh, pastor cow spoke with him like pastor cow it felt like from what I was seeing that like he was like hey if they want to still make this work let them figure it out it kind of felt Mm -hmm. like in that scene and like there was one scene where he's like hey i can only be as angry at chris as Paige is angry at him so Mm -hmm. if Paige isn't furious and think that this is not okay i don't want to feel that way and then you could tell like dr pepper and dr viviana felt the other way of like what we all feel like 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 that Chris is just trying to grab her back and that this isn't that this feels off and all that stuff but the way that Pastor Kyle was able to talk to him he like listened and you could tell like he needs I think it would be nice for him to have like a therapist but not like an older black male therapist like it felt like every time he talked with Pastor Kyle he was able to like, look at him as like, you are what I want to be, basically, you know, he's Pastor Kyle's a successful black man with his family, like, I kind of get the feeling that like, Chris was like, you are what I want to be, you're like my target. And then like, kind of listens to that a little bit more. And I just I really hope he gets that because I think there is good there. I just think he just needs he needs a lot of work on himself. Mm-hmm. Um because, yeah, like you said, it's just, like, of course, while she was consoling him, that's when the light bulb flips on his head. And he's like, oh, she's actually a good woman. And, like, yes, that's that's true. She's always been a good person. That doesn't necessarily mean that she's your person. <laughs> like, yeah. there are other good people in the world. Like, I just, they should not be together. And I'm worried that, like, I'm worried that they are going to be at some point just because... Like, that is an impassionate thing. Like, he was basically living out, like, a uh, rom-com. Like, not rom-com. Like, Nicholas Sparks thing where they're, like, running Mm -hmm. in in the rain. And, like, I loved you all along. And, like, I get why she was going to, like, you know, kind of lean into that. So,
0: just But also, like, just healthy relationships aren't like that. (laughs) You shouldn't have to be chasing your partner out into the parking lot where they're having... You know, multiple breaks from this scheduled thing and and yeah. your emotions are all over the place like that's I think it's easy to mistake all of that for passion or for love or for like there's something here, there's a spark, and it's like clearly they do have some type of connection like they so one of the experts was mentioning that that like despite all of this stuff, they do seem to still have like the way Paige is yeah. looking at Chris at certain points it was like, yeah, she obviously mm-hmm. still she doesn't hate him like she's frustrated but no. she's not like you know screw this man like completely there's still some part of her that's like maybe maybe he's the guy but like when you look at the big picture it's like yeah their relationship has been nothing about tumultuous so what mm-hmm. what good is there has any good been proven to you because all the evidence you have right now is that you're just going to get more of the same like yeah. I'm not here for the promises. I'm not here for the things are going to yeah. get better and change now that like oh the it's it was the filming that that was the part that made this hard. It's like no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like look at it for what it is, and I don't I don't know if yeah. they could ever
1: do that completely. Well, unfortunately, I, I think a lot of those relationships exist where one person just really wants to be in a relationship so bad that they're willing to let the other person treat them like crap a little bit for the sake of being in a relationship and not not being in a relationship and Mm -hmm. Chris is that person that not the most I don't know, not the healthiest partner at least for her right now and also isn't walking away from it so kind of like letting her stick around if she's willing so I don't know, it's just
2: Yeah, I've got a question for you guys. Do you think that clearly Paige is ride or die, very devout. Do you think she was devout to Chris or the institution of marriage? Like, do you think she was willing to fight so hard for this because they were married? Or do you think it was like Chris himself was the the cause? I know this is a deep question.
1: I think it's a little bit of both. So we kind of joke about this with the guys, um, I don't know, thinking that the girl's attractive and kind of sticking around. I think there's a little bit there for Paige. I definitely think her main, I don't know, commitment is marriage because she doesn't want to get divorced. She wants to see a successful long marriage with someone to grow old and also have um, faith in, you know embedded in the relationship. So I definitely think that's her first commitment but i don't think that she would have that with anybody that they would have paired her with i think that because she's already attracted to chris she's you know already seeing positive qualities like he is successful he is driven
3: mm-hmm.
1: he is at least to an extent a man of god so she's like all right he checks those boxes and i'm committed to the sanctity of you know, marriage, and so, yeah, I'm 100% committed to this, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: I think,
0: yeah, I think she is definitely all about the idea of marriage, and that's been, like, a big driving factor of, like, well, if this is, like, the conversation that we've had a lot with her, of, like, if this is something she feel like feels like God has kind of put in her path for her to do, um you know she might be interpreting that as this is it's going to be trials and tribulations but this like it'll be worth it somehow at the end like somehow you'll get to a point where you'll you'll understand why i put you through this really complicated thing and mm-hmm. i mean if you if she believes that that god put this in her path that's great maybe that also means he did that to teach you some things about yourself maybe it wasn't about this marriage becoming successful
3: yeah maybe
0: it was other kind of lessons that um you know you could grow from and that's valuable too and that's okay too and just being married for that label and being in a bad relationship because of it is not success and so right i think i think she's known all along she said on decision day you know i felt like something was off from the moment i met you like right at the wedding i was like that was your gut like Mm -hmm. that was your gut telling you that wasn't you in your head that wasn't even your friends who were saying those the same things but like that was your gut that there is something not quite right about this and that remains true right now (laughs) and you she has all the answers herself she knows How she feels about it. It's just about like when she was actually ready to act on that and move forward with that as her truth. Mm -hmm. And you know,
1: sometimes I don't know how to end these points. I just am like, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) and maybe you know, like you said, that could be the lesson. I mean, I'm, I've gone through those lessons too. Of I had something that was kind of talking to me in the beginning. And then I decide not to listen to it. And at the end, I was like, oh, you know what? I should have just listened to my gut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's scary because sometimes it's saying things that you don't want to hear or mean that, like, you're not going to get something that you think you want or want for some Mm. reasons and not others. And that's, it's really hard to actually act on those things sometimes. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Especially when the other person is, like, confessing their dying love and, like, very emotional and very open like that's a lot of emotion to take in it's a lot but
1: i'm also like on the dr viviana train for that one i don't think that he mm, i mean i think he thinks that he is you know fully on this emotional love train with her but i also don't think that's very real i think like that's him being afraid of being alone and or in his eyes being a failure um yeah. so i i don't know i think that's a way of him kind of pulling her in a little bit if you can yeah mm-hmm. i didn't
2: fully say it part of me kind of feel or i just feel bad about Paige because i think like after something like this you either like there's like two ways of handling this where the first way is like, you just go like all people are are like every other relationship you're in, you're like thinking they're like Chris and you're like, you can't believe them. You can't trust what they're saying because it could be manipulated. That person could be trying to manipulate you, which is then, you know, like we've kind of seen that in other couples in this TV series that like, that's not good. Like, that's really hard. Um, but like after going through something like this, of course you're gonna, you could go that way. Um, Or the other way being that like, then she just doesn't go for relationships anymore because of how awful this one was. And I just, I don't want any of those to happen to her. Like, I think in terms of like, uh, we, you know, the earlier points you said about being a complete person, I think Paige is incredibly emotionally intelligent like Mm -hmm. even the way that like when chris goes all attack mode and she like calms the room down and like like stops him Mm -hmm. stops like she is saving this guy's bacon on a daily basis and Mm -hmm. is like like she is super smart and super like i said emotionally mature and like that is a really really good person and I feel like she and she clearly wants to be in a relationship and I think she deserves that and I want her to find it but after something like this that's just like there's going to be scar tissue there and I don't know like it's not her fault but it's going to be there and it's just so unfortunate like I don't I just I really I wish she didn't have to go through this I really did um because hopefully she'll find her right person and like if she does like one third of what she did to try to make it work with chris (laughs) with like an actual healthy relationship Mm -hmm. she's gonna be fine (laughs) she's gonna be fine it's just you got to find the like right person to be ride or die with don't be ride or die with freaking chris
1: exactly
2: yeah so hopefully and
1: that's what's dangerous about someone like paige who is such a ride or die person she yeah. is more willing to be ride or die with someone who may not be the right person, and you have to protect yourself. You have to know your boundaries and abide by them so that you don't end up in an unhealthy relationship with someone who you shouldn't be ride or die with. Mhm.
0: And someone who wants to be ride yeah. or die for her.
1: True. Yeah.
0: Like, let's maybe think about like she's doing all of this emotion she did all this emotional labor to manage Chris and his feelings while he's going through you know some different complicated life events that she didn't necessarily have to show up for him with but he didn't reciprocate at all and like imagine how different a relationship would look if it's Paige with someone who is putting in as much work as she is and they're just as concerned with how is her emotional state how is she doing like does she have what she needs is this what are her Mm -hmm. goals what like Mm -hmm. and and like admiring her just as much as she despite everything admires him still (laughs) just so wild Mm yeah yeah but i hope she finds that you know Mm
2: -hmm. what was that couple was that keith and like and everyone Iris, called her
1: Christine, Keith or and Iris.
2: Christine? Oh, Keith and Christine. Christine, yeah, not Iris. The, so I think it's Christine. Okay. But okay. I remember that season, thinking that like, Christine is really in this, and Keith. I was a little like not sure about him, but you could tell that he was like in this though. Like, he still needed to grow in some areas, but he was like,
3: yeah.
2: he wanted to make this work. I just. I kind of wish she had someone. Uh, Page had someone like that, where it's just like, even if they're not. Well, hey, I want her to be with someone who's successful and whatnot. But if if not that, like at least somebody who's in this, to, like, who like actually wants to make this work and yeah, like that's the bare minimum. I feel like like you just gotta be trying. <laughs> you just gotta try, and it just felt like. Mm-hmm chris wouldn't until the thing was almost over and then that's like that's mm-hmm. when he remembers oh um no no i actually do care i'm gonna try and it's like do this from the beginning and then you don't have to like like in soccer there are like some def some defenders who like do slide tackles all the time last minute slide tackles and i remember like reading this like one coach say like those are actually not the best defenders like the best defenders stop the ball before it even gets to that point like mm-hmm. they Like, you don't have to do last minute save if you already caught it five minutes ago and you passed Mm -hmm. it to your teammate. Mm -hmm. And like, it just felt like Chris was constantly doing last minute saves because he would wait until the last moment. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. so difficult. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Spot on. I mean, anything else on them? I feel like from the preview, we saw that the reunion is going to feature them pretty
1: heavily. Mm -hmm. I did want to ask too so the experts here push them basically to not stay together right Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to interpret that part of me was like well should you let them go on their journey whatever that may be or how much should you intervene in a relationship like that and make sure that they don't hurt themselves I don't know. I was I mean, I'm I'm also glad they didn't stay together because I don't think they're a healthy relationship, but yeah. Like we were already even talking about they might they probably will just go back to each other to do what they really wanted to do anyway. So like what do you what's your opinion on like intervening like that?
2: Oh, that's a great question. I I think I think they were I think they were right to intervene in this one. Um, most of the time, I would be like, "Let them handle it," and um, it's part of the reason why I don't like get involved in like when couples are fighting. It's like I'm not gonna get I'm not you guys are doing this. You guys will handle it. Like I'm not I'm not gonna get involved. Um, I'll listen, but I'm not going to pick sides or anything like that. Um, but this one was so tumultuous that you kind of had to step in like it just mm. it just it, it felt like if they let that stay together and they're probably going like you said they're probably going to get back together but if they didn't make it clear that like this is a bad thing and you just kind of let that let them think that this is normal that that's even worse like you kind of need them to know like this is shitty if you guys continue to stay in it cool but this is not how relationships are not are supposed to go so i yeah nine times out of ten i'd say don't step in but with this one it just i'm happy that they did
0: yeah i agree i think there's a lot of like power in the kind of dynamic that the experts have with them particularly with Paige, because She keeps saying we were matched for a reason and it's like well you're sitting in front of the the three people who were really involved in that decision yeah so i think it would be really important for her to hear from them explicitly that at the time that we matched you we felt like this would be a good relationship seeing you two together and how the season has gone by we absolutely do not feel that way anymore like this is not a healthy relationship i think that is a super important thing for them to communicate to her you know but i think there is a limit to how much we are able to really intervene in other people's relationships in general i think because we you can't control what someone's going to do you can't like there's no way that they could make them not be together or make them be together like they're independent people they are going to make their own decisions Hmm. i think it stops at just being honest and respectful about how you feel about like what you're seeing what your concerns are and saying that you know they're there if they have questions or need anything but like that's the most you can do is just say like i'm really concerned about you and this is why and i just wanted to tell you that and not expect anything from it but just so they have that information for me that's okay. kind of like as far as you can go with it but what do you think
1: i think that's definitely fair i think both of you saying you know hey just to put it out there not telling you what to do i think that's a good approach because that's like not playing full bystander to you know something you know is not the best but it's also not controlling um and as an older sibling i sometimes get personally invested in like whatever my younger sibling may be doing and that's. That worries me because, like, I don't want them to have to go through pain, have to go through suffering. Like, I don't want them to have to experience all that negative negativity. I'd just rather them have to, like, or like, be able to figure it out the easy path. And I kind of was seeing myself a little bit in that conversation amongst the five of them because I know I would have a tough time with that. I would have a tough time, like, even when Pastor Cal was saying, okay, so you're deciding to stay together for now. Like, that would pain me a little bit if that were my little sibling because i don't want them to have to experience any further yeah negative experience that they have to but you know i also realize that that's not my life and i have to let them live their own experiences and learn and that's unfortunately gonna be them experiencing heartache and i definitely agree though like there's Danger and not saying anything at all, and being a complete, you know, all right, I'm going to let you do what you want to do and whatever you decide. Like, I think that's because I personally get frustrated when people tell me, oh, I knew or like, yeah, I knew that was a bad situation. And I'm like, then why didn't you tell me? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of, but, yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so. I think
0: that depends on like the closeness of their relationship, True. too. Because I've, mm-hmm. I've had, um, experiences before with that was family where like they kind of hinted at like not liking a relationship that I was in. This was the past. This is not a saying a goo. <laughs> I mean, but um This should be
2: great. <laughs> this should be happy.
0: They're like this guy Ingr- really? <laughs> grateful. Okay. But like they, I don't think they felt comfortable being explicitly like hey this doesn't seem like you're the happiest or you don't seem like you're like really mm-hmm. Doing as great as we know that you could be, and like, are you good? But it was like literally a moment where a family member pulled me aside at like a family dinner in private, and was they literally just asked me, "Are you happy?" And I was like so taken aback by that. I was like, "What? What are you actually sin insan- Like, what do you right. mean by that? That's such a loaded question. Right? Like, I don't even know how to begin to answer that. So just like, yeah, I'm <laughs> fine, and like, cut it short. And then like a year later, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh I see I see now what you saw then I get it I was not capable of seeing it then and like the I think there's just such a big difference between what a a relationship might look like from the outside and a perspective Mm -hmm. on it versus being in it it is just different planes of existence and like at that time when I was in that like not so great relationship if someone would have just said Hey, like your relationship is not so great for like these fifteen reasons and like you should mm-hmm. probably consider ending it. I would have been like, fuck you, like it's fine. I'm fine. Like, we're not talking anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and like
1: now I would agree with them. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I just Well and mm, Exactly, like that's the other point. Like, what's the response to that? And as a younger sibling and also having like and also being an older sibling, like I realized that rebellious nature like that's a thing and so if i say something or if you know in this case the experts say something to chris for example and he is super defensive that's gonna make him want to be with paige even more because he's okay. like i don't need you to tell me anything i know and word wha- uh-huh. it's like wait so are you making it worse by saying something so i have mm-hmm. a funny story on this um i won't get into details because it is kind of um gruesome but i was cutting an apple <laughs> one day and Uh-oh. My dad was sitting at the table. Like I was in the kitchen, he was at the dining table right like not very far. And he and he's like reading his newspaper like, you know, traditional um dad leg, you know, on his like knee oh. and reading the newspaper open. <laughs> and he looks at me, he's like, "Is that how you want to cut the apple?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. What are you talking about?" And I have, you know, I'm not cutting away from me. Let me just put it that way. Um and <laughs> and, I, and I go, "Ow!" Oh! And he goes, "Did you cut your thumb?" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh no! <laughs> so that's that's yeah. a in summary, an example of like uh-huh. my dad is really good at like I can only help so much.
2: <laughs> it's tough, no, for sure, it's so like, yeah, like i I also have younger siblings and and when I see them do certain things, like there are things that they do that I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I was that outgoing. When I was your age, like the stuff that they do, that I'm like, you are killing it. But then there are other things that I'm like, ooh, you're gonna regret that. Ooh, you're gonna regret that. And then and then they start to regret it. I'm like, oh, uh, like I told you so. But then you don't want to like how you say it because I don't want to be preachy. Also, yeah, like you yeah. said, I was similar. Like all the stuff that my parents tried to tell me, like I would listen to some, but I would, I'm generally going to do what i want to do like it's i appreciate it but it's not really going to change it and and like of course they have that too because of course they would so seeing my like siblings i'm like hey maybe you don't want to do this and they're like ah, pff, what, what do you know i'm like okay and then now you're dealing with an expensive bill that you could have avoided this entire time it's just yeah it's it's so tricky it's so tricky i kind of think you just have to let people learn on themselves by themselves i think like just let them know that you feel one way assume that they're not going to listen to you because nine times out of ten they won't and then hopefully they'll learn from it later on um but, like, let's be honest, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're stuck in that shitty relationship. Sometimes they're,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, like, they kept on doing the dumb thing and now they're in prison. Or, like, there's, yeah. there's really not a way to avoid all the landmines out there, but you can just kind of try and... I feel like we're gonna be mm-hmm. helicopter parents if we ever had kiddos. Like, it's gonna be like, no, don't play with the jungle gym. Like, no, 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 dude, just do this. Like, wrap them with bubble wrap or something. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want to turn into that. So I'm, I'm gonna know.
1: have to remind myself of my like dad's words a lot because he. I even asked him about that one time. I was like, what? Where? Like, where's your limit of like I'm like intervening? And he's like, as long as your life is not in imminent danger, I can let you mm. make some, you know, mistakes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's a smart way of...
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, life experience is, like, sometimes the best teacher, you know? Like, I think Mm -hmm. if right now we all had a list in front of us that just kind of just appeared and it's all the lessons that we need to learn to, like, live (laughs) our lives completely fully and correctly and to the best of our abilities, we'd all be like, yeah, okay, all right, that's fine, and then just keep doing whatever we're doing. Like, it's just... You have to learn it sometimes by going through it, and that's yeah. when it actually sinks in. I think that's But on that note, if, I'm human. An, if anyone
1: wants to write that book and share it, like, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> All the things to know to be a have a decent
1: life, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the oh, life lessons you. you should know without having to learn them.
2: <laughs> I guarantee you somebody's written that book, and it's just full of, like some really good stuff and then some stuff that's just dumb like i think that's the problem too like what works for you might not necessarily yeah, work mm-hmm. for other people Ay oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah yeah the okay. and page show
1: right in summer we enjoyed the like
2: rooms. we had three episodes without them and now they're back and they as usual took up all the oxygen in the room so, so
1: okay. for six <laughs> hours they <laughs> kept everyone <laughs> Can you imagine having oh, to edit that last footage? thing. <laughs> Chris, like, last minute shows up at the group. And, like, oh, what do you guys think about that?
2: The man looked like Cersei from Game of Thrones when Cersei went evil. Like, there's this, like, all-black outfit she has with, like, gold on the shoulder. And as soon as he walked out, I was just like, Game <laughs> of Thrones character. Game of Thrones character. Like... <laughs> also he loves showing his ankles like he's all about <laughs> he the does. like you know let my ankles breathe out here mm-hmm. um you know let, let, <laughs> let the ankles breathe but what was I? what was the question i just focused on it was like...
0: about chris <laughs> showing up late to the get
1: together <laughs> i mean you answered um, it you talked about how what he looked like
2: yeah also i show up late to get togethers all the time so i can't judge him for that but he apologized to everybody that
0: was mm-hmm.
2: that was interesting so there's that.
0: Yeah. Yay! There's a bit of accountability <laughs> there. I was confused, and I saw this on Reddit as well. That like, why did he have that box? Did you see that he had like a cardboard yeah. box? He walked up with and put it next to his chair, and then it was never addressed. So I was like, "What is it, Chris? What's the
1: strap?" I thought they were going to be cupcakes. <laughs> cupcakes. Or at least a
0: cheesecake. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We'll get to our cheesecake in a minute. Yeah, we'll talk about
1: the cheesecake. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nice that he apologized. Like, he and Eric had a little moment
1: where mm-hmm. they
0: resolved their beef, whatever. Um, I don't know.
2: Eric looks so stressed when yeah. Chris walked out there. I was like, this is hilarious. He's like, oh, shit. I'm going to have to fight. I'm not ready. I, I should have done some push-ups beforehand. Fudge. Like, you could just... He was on edge, I
1: and was... Vincent looked nervous. <laughs> He's like,
2: "Oh." Meanwhile, Jake is just like, "Are we gonna eat yet? Like, what are we still doing here?" I I just love how like uninterested he is in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, favorite he character seem this season. To care at all? Favorite mm-hmm. character. I mean, favorite
2: favorite person. My bad. I know you're real people. <laughs> Has to be Jake. Like he just like I am. A lot of me is kind of him. Like, I see a lot of my personality there. Not the 80s stuff, but like, he could tell he's like, what? He's like calculating everything. He's like, is it worth it to, for me to get in this conversation? No. <laughs> 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 I appreciate it.
0: What did you think of him showing up late in the whole Chris dynamic? I
1: mean, I, I thought, like, sure. He did. He apologized. He tried to make amends. It also wouldn't find mm-hmm. fine if he never showed up. Like, I was indifferent about him yeah. being there. I mm-hmm. mean. But, he tried, and it maybe was one last time to see everybody before they go their separate ways. So, I was like, alright.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what it is. Mm-hmm.
2: I felt like he was trying mm-hmm. to, like, show Paige that he is better now. Yeah. You know? Oh. Yeah. Like, I got the, like, I'm trying to win you back. And, you know, I'm sure she wasn't happy that he had got into that yelling match with eric so he's like trying to show hey i'm learning i'm getting better that's what i got did from she that know scene. that
1: he was going to be there i thought she made a comment
2: i felt like she did right i'm not sure mm-hmm.
0: yeah know. it does feel a little bit like when he consistently shows up late it's it allows him to control the narrative quite a lot Mm -hmm. versus if he's there because he gets to make an entrance it gets to be this whole like next chapter in the conversation that like chris has arrived so now we're going to talk about chris's thing versus if he was there from the start then it's just the same as if vincent were suddenly to be like i have an apology to make and like it's kind of Mm -hmm. less of an impact than if you waltz in with your like cersei outfit and a mystery box
2: (laughs) what was in that box what was in there
0: that's the question. It was the bracelet <laughs> from J. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's go over to Virginia and Eric, who decided to stay together. Did that surprise you guys? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Gross. Was it from them that you're surprised, about, Like, because it sounds like Eric was pretty clear that he wanted yeah, to say yes. Is true. it? You're not sure Virginia would say yes.
1: Yeah, that's where I was. I didn't think that she would say yes. It felt like, gotcha. I I don't know. Maybe she was eventually convinced by him. You know, multiple times. I think it was like last episode he was like, "I'm going to say yes," and now decision day. You know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I guess sure they're still together i mean (laughs) i was surprised i definitely thought virginia was gonna be like "Mm, i don't i don't think so (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: yeah
2: he did the proposing thing he talked about he called her cool that you're the coolest person i know that's that's a weird thing to tell your partner (laughs) um (laughs) I think we all knew that they were going to, it felt like we said they were going to stay together for decision day. Let's, reunion is what I want to see. That's the real mm. test. Like, like you're going to, you can say all these things now when those cameras are gone and you're just around her all the time and she's around her friends that you clearly don't like, then I think that's when we'll see if they're real. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Yeah. What do you think?
0: Um, I guess I'm not sure if I was surprised or not. I feel like Virginia likes him enough where it doesn't. Maybe I imagine if I were her and I were kind of living through that relationship, it would feel it would feel like a lot to say, OK, despite me liking this person, that we have this level of chemistry, that we do get along in these different ways. But there are these handful of you know things that I really don't like. I don't know if i I think it would be really hard to walk away from that despite thinking that she totally should um i think Mm. she could find better for her and i don't think he has been Mm. like super fair to her or treated her like an equal or given her the respect that i think she deserves um so i was kind of unsure where she was going to land with it but obviously she's not ready to to take that step yet, so they're gonna, you know, stay together. Uh-huh. Um, I just hope they don't have the perspective now that it's like, well we made this decision and now we never have to make it again. You know, like that's it's true. just we're staying together now and that's it. And I think as even with the healthiest relationships, it always has to be on the table that each person is able to walk away. Yeah. Like that they're in the relationship because they want
1: to be and they're choosing to every day. Yeah yeah they're not like with a foot out the door but they're also not like feeling trapped like they have to stay you know
0: right right
2: this is Mm -hmm. why i like cats cats are like do you actually like me i don't know i'm gonna work to see but with dogs it's just like i you're the best ever I, i whatever you do let's go and like i appreciate that but sometimes you need some cat energy in your life keep you honest be like you might eat my face if I go to Sometimes sleep. Sometimes you need a paw
1: to the face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I, so this is similar to when they did this with Kate and Derek. I wish they asked her first. I wish they mm. asked her first because it's hard to say no after everything. Like he went all in. Like he he went all in and clearly had planned this and you know, not that that's bad. But I think, like you said, Mabel, like we kind of knew how he felt um, now that, you know, they had that day apart. I was kind of hoping she was able to think about the relationship and just, if she would have answered first and said yes, I'd be cool. I gotta I got know if you want to do this, if this is good for you, then, then I love it. But when the other person has confessed their heart to you, pulled out the ring. Like, it's a public proposal. I don't, that's why I don't like public Mm -hmm. proposals. Like, I Mm -hmm. like, if you're going to do it, let the other person be able to say no. Like, if it's just you two, maybe they don't want to get married. Like, give them a space to say no. So that's why I think decision, uh, sorry, the reunion episode is where, because this just felt, this felt unfair. Like, who's going to say no in that type of situation?
0: Yeah, it would take a lot of extra guts to do that.
1: It would, it would, if you are. What about his too. comment though that her number one priority is her friends right now?
0: I mean, I think that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I mean, like, do you think his response though is is legitimate? Saying like, your partner needs to be your number one, and like how he like, I don't know. I don't know. I
0: think in a normal if they were they got together in a a more normal way where they were dating and then got engaged and then got married and at that point if he was saying this that like i don't feel like i'm your number one i think your friends are i would be way more concerned but i think he they've just got to work to get there like Mm -hmm. you guys have just eight weeks of relationship building that you've done so like i think that's where they're going towards but maybe that doesn't happen like with a snap of a fingers just because you have rings on each other, you know, rings on your fingers
1: yeah. now.
2: Hmm. Good point. Yeah, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that um, I, I definitely still think it's a concern that her friends are her number one priority so much so that she's, like, so quick to defend them when she's talking to him and, like, don't ask me to change my plans, etc. But I think it is a little much of him to be, like, all right, we checked the box of being married, now I need to be your number one. And you barely even know me, really. you know, I, I think it is a little too fast. But I would, I guess, like to see at the reunion episode if he still feels the same way. Because after, what would that make it, like six months? Then maybe you start to see if this is changing in the way that it should, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. This... I'm totally with you. I think this feels like, so currently, what we're going through with the economy feels like a tangent, but I'll bring it back around, I promise. But like certain jobs are having a difficult time getting people to work there. And certain certain people in the government are like, oh, it's because we have unemployment checks. We need to cut that. And other people are like, or oh, those jobs could pay more and make it appealing. Like if you have a good job, you don't have to like force people to become, you know, jobs that are great, that pay well, like people will go there because it's a good job. And I think to bring it back to, to them, I think that's like, I see what he, I get what he's saying. I understand that, but you need to earn that. I think that's the difference is like it feels like he's saying you need to like cut off all the people that are in your life because i'm the most important thing or you guys could like if she enjoyed being around you all the time and you guys had a great time around each other naturally she's going to want to hang out with you more like Mm -hmm. you could it's not on like just because you guys are married doesn't mean that like she now has to cut that off like Have fun experiences with her. Like, go places. Do, like, if you guys are going every Friday night, you're going to different dance classes. You're going to rock climbing. Like, naturally, she's going to want to hang out with you as opposed to, I'm staying at home, but you're going to do things. How dare you? Like, you know, she enjoys going out. You know, she enjoys this. If you don't want to be around them, which I get it, sometimes they're just not your type of people. I get that. Have mm-hmm. something else, have an alternative, and it feels like he wants her to bend and change without him doing it and I think that's the thing where it's like that's the thing that I find I find frustrating, so that job analogy don't get mad because no one wants to work for you when you're paying seven dollars an hour. Change it to twelve dollars an hour you're gonna have twelve fifteen dollars an hour you're gonna have plenty of people coming out there to work like it's not they're not bad for not wanting to work for very low wages. Like that's not, that doesn't make them a bad person. They just don't want to work for that. The same way, if you try to offer me that jo- type of pay, I'm not taking it. I just ain't, I'm just, that's not, I like no. So um, I think, hopefully that makes sense, but I just, I kind of wish he would do his part.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm
0: i think it's like that idea too of our instinct to want to control things to work out a certain Mm -hmm. way you know like the the more we try to force these parameters and these really rigid rules around how something is supposed to go the irony in that is that we actually make it harder to get the outcome that we're looking for and it it just kind of stifles absolutely everything you know, It's like trying to build a fire and trying to have the flames show up a certain way. It's like, you just gotta make a good fire. But yeah, so just I think Eric's natural inclination, and this is just very human, is to try to control all of the different things and, and part of that is how he's kind of viewing his relationship. And to your point, Agu, if he were just to kind of take his hands off the wheel, to use that analogy, yet again today <laughs> and and just kind of let it be that it might kind of grow into something he didn't expect or know that they needed. And it could be really great. And it might not, but at least you kind of let it run its course and see where it takes you instead of trying to force something because like we don't really have any control. We really don't. (laughs) If like this last year has been any lesson in that with the pandemic, it's like we don't have control over anything and Mm -hmm. accepting that and being okay with embracing change and, um, Kind of being okay with that and just going with the flow it it takes out a lot of stress (laughs) and a lot of unnecessary work and planning that doesn't work out the way i think we think it does Mm -hmm. i don't know if that made any sense but
1: yeah i completely agree i mean i think sometimes though it's it's the uncertainty that's a little bit scary right i mean you don't know what's gonna happen so you kind of gotta let it go well or let it go poorly you hope that it goes well (laughs) Mm -hmm. but
0: yeah but know that you'll be okay if it doesn't work out too yeah and that you know now that you fully gave your full attention and your best effort to something and if
1: it doesn't work out then it wasn't meant to be and that's all right
3: Mm -hmm.
1: i think sometimes we make that fear out to be more than what it is in our own head right and even like for the folks that know that I moved out west now, like I don't know this area, this is totally new. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely scary to go to a new place where I don't really know people, but mm-hmm. realistically, if I talk myself through it, the worst that could happen is I don't like it, so I move again, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Exactly,
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's true. The best that can happen is you find a city that you like, right? Like exactly. the, the risk to reward is good so go for mm. it yeah i totally get it yeah hopefully hopefully we don't have to see them as much uh, they seem like lovely people but i could care less about the relationship <laughs> it's just not my tea i just don't really care
0: it's, it's not your cup of three. <laughs>
1: it's, it's Oh, cup of that three. was funny <laughs> don't encourage okay. her what fired. is this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. apologies to everyone for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well let's wrap it up with Brianna and Vincent, who yeah. decided to stay together. And no how did we propose to her?
1: Yeah, that was so cute. How, Cheesecake. How do- Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sorry, Elaine.
2: <laughs> oh, I knew what she was doing. I was not gonna partake in this stupid thanks interaction. A <laughs> oh, thanks
3: a lot. Wow. I
2: can't kid, I can't. Kid.
1: Um. Yeah, that was super cute though. That I was. was thinking about that. I was like, "You know what? A dessert? That's actually a great way to propose." Mm-hmm. That's she loves cheesecake. You just like gift her this whole cheesecake to herself and Dr. Viana goes, "So can we share?" She goes, "No." Nope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go get your own cheesecake.
1: Great. Right. This is my proposal cheesecake. <laughs> I
2: he I thought he was going to, you know, go on one knee, pull out the ring and the the cheesecake was surprising. Okay, I see you. Well,
0: it sounds like it was very thoughtful because yeah. she literally said, "You guys don't even know like this means more to me than a ring." Yeah. Because I think he was demonstrating yet again that he listens to her. He knew yeah. that she wanted to start riding bikes, and so he got her a bike. He's got a little Thing on there for Cookie to sit in the basket so they can go around together as a family. <laughs> I love how he always includes Cookie as like their family unit. Like, Cookie is an integral part of their relationship and it's adorable.
1: That uh, is amazing, though. Like, yeah. the best.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time he's like confessing his love for her, he like mentions, and I love Cookie. And it's just like, <laughs> oh.
0: Okay, you guys are family. Cut to, remember that episode that was all about the dogs? And it was just this, like, three-second clip of going, I don't give a shit about Bentley.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Paige's dog.
2: (laughs) To give some context, that was Chris talking about Paige's dog. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same surprise. They are not the best couple.
0: (laughs) Separate ends of the spectrum here. Right, right. But but it was super sweet. I was like, that's, I mean... I think that's the best part about relationships is, like, you kind of have these big milestone things of, like, oh, like, maybe here it would be appropriate for him to, like, give her an engagement ring. But for them specifically, mm-hmm. he knew her well enough to know that, like, that would be meaningful to her. And he did it. Yeah. And it yeah. meant a lot. And it sounds like he's still giving her a ring at some point. She's like, I still want a ring, though. <laughs> but in that moment, he knew, like, that's a way to show her you know his care and right I don't know I just love them so much
1: me too though I thought that was super sweet of him <laughs> I know
2: I all the jokes that I was going to make because there's a Dominican participant this show he did you guys pretty proud You, you guys
1: Dominicans
2: <laughs> so far you guys are a hundred percent success rate for the Dominicans on the show so
1: so next season <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's NDR, oh, <laughs> not US. even in the U.S.
0: <laughs> Mabel will be translating the whole season for us.
1: <laughs> I will definitely be on the show. If you guys need any help, let me know. Country kloop, yes, <laughs>
2: that's, that's the main thing I got.
1: Oh my gosh, that'd be so great if we could have like a master. Anyway, I, I should probably stop. I could go on like a whole tangent, of like a big party. Anyways,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> then you come in, oyster
0: mm-hmm. baby. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my uh, gosh they,
0: they We can get the Mama Juana
1: out Which is like our version of um, What's that called? Um, marijuana? Moonshine Moonshine It's like our version oh. of like Homemade alcohol Mama Juana I no, thought no, you over. said marijuana
2: That's what I <laughs> thought Oh too. no no <laughs> I was like oh Okay, okay. No church. kind of
1: party We pulling okay. out all the stops <laughs> Just kidding <laughs> no, So
0: no, no. that's a drink? Mama Juana <laughs> Mama Juana
1: Yes mm. So it's a, a drink? Yeah, it's um, I mean, like a home brewed alcohol, basically. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay. moon, yeah, moonshine. Okay, I
0: gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice.
2: Or so marijuana.
3: we're not going to remember this celebration. Is what <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. Now we're definitely <laughs> so not going season. to get.
2: Now we're definitely not going to get sponsored because we're just talking about Mama Wena <laughs> and marijuana. It's just, <laughs> Disney can't sponsor us. We're not we're not PG enough. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mickey. Yeah, they were uh, what a great couple. Like we got some know, ups and downs. Right? I hate damn it, I hate that I said that. Frickin' Eric, you did this to me. Ups and downs. You always say it. <laughs> but they uh they made it work. I'm really happy for them. Like I feel like she's got she's grown, he's grown, they're still going to be growing some more. Yeah. But, like, the thing that they have is, like, their chemistry is just spot on. Like, it's Mm -hmm. the best. Like, they're jokey, but sweet, but just, just, it's a good relationship. Um, And
1: it feels like they're safe, you know, with with each other, you know what I mean? Like, Vincent, we sometimes saw him get defensive and a little, you know, concerned about some stuff, didn't always know if he could trust her, vice versa, but now... They're just like you know what i accept you as you are you can be safe with me you can be vulnerable and it Mm -hmm. just helps them so much more i love it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: and when they had their their moment they're both talking about how like you're my best friend and i can bring anything to you and i never had that before and i was like oh this is the reason why relationships are the best it's not like all about the love and romance it's also about like the actual human partner that you have as you're just experiencing normal life things that like you don't know like how many times like i'm waiting for a goo to come out of his office and then i go talk to him and it's been like an hour but i'm like i have an update like i have to tell you about my funny coworker or something and like you know like that's the stuff that it sounds like they've experienced and they found in their relationship and that's like that's a lot of the joy of it and so it's Mm -hmm. it's nice to see that play out the way it did Right,
1: and that's what we should all strive for in relationships. That's healthy kind. Yeah. That's cheesecake.
2: Sorry, what cheesecake? Cheesecake is what we're striving for.
1: Yes, yeah. cheesecake. <sighs> we Moral won't be story. cheesecake. <laughs>
2: Cheesecakes. I don't know why when you mentioned the whole like rushing over, I'd be like my funny coworker. In my head, the first thing that came to me was like vincent rushing in they be like look, cookie's walking
3: cookies walking look
2: <laughs> or like cookie just said her first words yes. park. <laughs> like just <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my gosh
1: oh my yeah.
2: gosh yeah um mm-hmm. i they didn't get as much screen time i think chris and Paige took a lot of that yeah they did but i'm, I'm glad that uh I'm just i'm very happy with them like this Mm -hmm. is i think this is when the show is like at its best is when you have couples that are like them where Mm -hmm. they're not perfect no one's perfect but they want to make this work and they're really good together and it's just it's just it's good good tv feels wholesome so um yeah is there i guess to kind of bring it as a season as a whole um I wanted to get your opinions on that. You know, three out of five said they want to stay together. Um, It was a big pandemic season. Um, Just want to get your opinion. What did you think of the season as a whole, if you had to summarize it? Um, I guess, Mabel?
1: You know, I thought they had a good mix of couples. I would have loved less drama from Kristen page but hey you had some drama moments and you also had some great relationships come out of it too so I liked that there's that mix of different kind of people and it was entertaining to watch because it's not like we're watching the same kind of relationship every single time and so it leads to some good conversation yeah the pandemic definitely played into it but I feel like they did a really good job of you know, still moving everything along really well. So Mm -hmm. I liked it.
2: You like the season overall. So like, what would you rate it if you had to?
1: Ooh, what would I rate this season, like compared to others or like? Or
2: just like out of 10 if you Mm -hmm.
1: want. I'd probably give it a strong eight. Okay. Mm -hmm. I liked it.
0: Okay. I think oh, I don't know. This season for me has felt incredibly drawn out. Mm. Um, I feel like there were a lot of weird kind of filler episodes. Not only just the like the matchmaking special, and then the everyone from all these different entertainment you know writing things give their opinion, and then the the extra ones like at the end too it sounds like the reunion is split into two parts and but like not only that but then there were some episodes in the middle of the season I was like why are we only talking about like everyone's dogs like I loved it because dogs but like that really didn't have (laughs) a, a lot to do with their relationships and so it felt like I don't know I just I wish it was condensed a little bit more to be Mm -hmm, like more mm -hmm. like high value content and like less amount of time Um, but that's generally my feedback for like most of the seasons because I think you know it's just kind of the nature of it at being a show like this Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's my biggest thing is at the more that we do this like at this point in the season I'm so over it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I don't like that because I want to still talk about interesting things but there's kind of a certain point where not a lot of new information is really coming out so we're just kind mm-hmm. of seeing a lot of forced storylines and um it's a little bit less interesting okay and that's so that that would be my thing so i don't know with all of that and also just all of the bs that happened with chris and paige and how little paige was protected from this nightmare <laughs> like yeah. i'm like a sixth or a 7 for this season, if I were to rate it, just Mm because... I think it was just unnecessarily messy, where they could have, Mm. instead of going that route, been more about, like, the actual relationships and actual relationship building, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, the content most of the people are watching for anyways. Mm. So, Mm. what do you think, Agu?
2: You guys both make really good points, and I feel very lucky that I get to that I asked the question so I get to go third because I think um, I think they've hit the right spot with the things that they do in this show like actually the dog episode to your point Ashley it was it was odd that they made it a whole episode but I like that they did it though like I I think that's a, a great thing that like I hope they do it going forward where they like show how the different people match with the dogs of their partners. Um, And I, I liked the idea of them bringing people who have been on the show before to like give their opinions. I like that as well. So like, I like the the elements, like the thought process, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of things that I did not like as much. Um, I think the editing was a little. I think I noticed it more this season than I ever have Mm. before. And uh, actually, like I had two examples. So the first being with um, Jacob and Haley, where like we knew that they were off, we knew something wasn't right. And then I forget which episode, but then they like showed the scene, like they cut all the scenes where he was talking about the bracelet and how he was upset that she never wore it. And you could tell that, like, those scenes... I was like, oh, I recognize that scene. So you showed us that scene, but you cut out the part where you talked about the bracelet so that you could save it for this episode. And I get that from a, you know, TV production standpoint. I get, the, like, the reveal. And I, I I get why they did that. But it kind of feels like you're... It just it feels like you're playing around with us. It's, it's like it's very obvious when it's stuff like that and the other scene was with Jacob, uh, uh, with Eric and Haley sorry Eric and Virginia's father where like they showed the the scene to us earlier but they cut out the part where he asked if he could propose and then they brought that back in this decision day episode and it's just like i kind of wish they would just show us a little bit more of the raw footage and not do as much cutting um and i get like people get long-winded and sometimes you need to like summarize what they said so i'm not saying don't do any cuts at all because of course you have to but it just it was a lot this season um and some of the people i just had a hard time connecting with like i just i had a hard time connecting with eric i i think he's a good person it's just it's hard for me to feel bad for him when like his thing is like my my wife hangs out with her friends too much i'm like (laughs) like in those grand series of problems in the world that's tiny Mm -hmm. like so that's not on them like you just got the people that you got so uh so yeah so i liked some of the things that they're doing some of the ideas um and like i like that they have apartments together i know we've mentioned this before i think that's been a good touch where they don't live at the other person's house they have apartment together great i like that they have the weekend with all the couples come together and go camping love it like let's let's keep on doing that i like that there's five couples that's it's a good number just the editing part is a little aggressive for me Mm -hmm. so taking all that into consideration i'd say i'm kind of like a seven out of ten um, not as good as last. I think last season was their best season. It felt like like it felt like torture at points while watching it. But Eric and and Omani and Amelia and Bennett are like like
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: I don't know what I I just combined all types oh, of people. No, I was oh, on a roll no. too. I messed up.
0: You can <laughs> do it. You can do it.
2: Amani and Woody. Oh, I did it. Okay, Amani and Woody and Emilia and Bennett. Um, I think, like, because we liked them as people so much Mm -hmm. that it just made the season so much easier to watch. So it's like, you guys got the form right. Let's just, and it's hard, but, like, we got to find people who are, like, a little bit more likable. And I don't know how y'all do that but
1: like, Chris sucked. I don't like him. I don't want to watch him. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's it's annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was um, also just like, it was not good for him too, because now he's going to have all of this backlash. And he like, it, like, it's just not, not great. It's yeah. not great for anybody when something, someone like that's on the show and they are in such an unfortunate, like, like series of just like, I don't know, angry scenarios. Right. Like he just kept lashing out. He's I like would have villain. though liked, yeah yeah true i would have liked to see more conversations between claire and ryan because i feel like it was very surface level what we did get to see and some mm-hmm. of the issues that we saw in all the couples were like the same repeated mm-hmm. issues all season long for claire and ryan it was the sex for eric and virginia it was the friends for chris and page it was the yeah you know, well it was a lot but <laughs> <laughs> the sex <laughs> the friends
2: the dog Right, uh, the, the other baby. Woman in, oh my gosh! Like the other everything, woman, everything. the the Mercedes, Mercedes.
1: <laughs> that's right, the Mercedes from Mercedes. Um, but it was just like, I feel they could have maybe done more of content with some of the couples because, for example, Vincent and Brianna even mentioned like we saw less airtime towards the end with them because they were just so great. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, they're golden. There's not much to talk about there. But like that's also great to watch. We want to be able to see how they're engaging, yeah. what they're doing, et cetera. And they spent a lot of time with like Haley and Jacob revisiting the same, they're not into each other conversation. It's just like mm-hmm. we could have mm-hmm. had a little more content, I guess, over all the couples if we spent I some agree. time on the stronger couples like Claire and Ryan and Vince and Brianna. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. And actually uh, show us like how they're getting through those hard things. True like the thing with Claire and Ryan it's like okay so now we know that you guys had this conversation but that would have been really interesting and cool to see how they arrived at a resolution because Claire was big mad for a while she wasn't gonna let down about this mm-hmm. and she got to a point where she was like no this isn't the hill I'm willing to die on so it's like a lot happened there like what <laughs> it'd be kind of interesting yeah. I think to kind of see the line of reasoning of how she arrived there yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Totally. True. I I have a feeling that she probably never said it though but I'm, I'm with you I wish they did but she seemed pretty private at the end because Ryan is private mm-hmm, and
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's true it's Unfortunate. yeah well also let us know what you all think listeners I mean yeah. was this one of your favorite seasons what if you could rate it what would you say or some points of feedback if you could mention about this season Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so we've got
0: reunion part one next week we get a little bit of a glimpse into that (laughs) the one thing that we noticed and we talked Uh, about briefly was like it seems like there's even more walking out that happens (laughs) with chris (laughs) and paige uh parking lot parking lot seems to be where (laughs)
2: Parking lot. At this point,
0: they probably like just station one camera person in the parking lot at all (laughs) times just to make sure they get the angles. They're like, just stay out there. Just give us 15. He'll be out there soon. Just keep rolling. Um, But then Dwight, Chris's ex friend, I guess, shows up and is somehow pastor. Yeah, which online I've seen that he's not actually a pastor at all. Oh, interesting. I just yeah was referring to him as dwight because that's what i saw (laughs) so we'll see it's interesting when they bring in the friends of folks you know because they did this with mindy and her friend um in past seasons and i'm sure they've done it a couple other times i'm just not remembering and so it's always it's different you know it's like let's get a Let's get a, a full outsider to come in and give us their opinion on these folks' relationships, like as if that's helpful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I get why like Chris would be mad though. Like Dwight, like you're like you're his friend, and then you basically spent most of the season crapping on him, which, rightly so, he's not the best, but.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I
2: just don't, just don't, don't come on the show. What? Why would you go back on the show? I just Chris got. To, I just, in my opinion, you know. if that's what happened, Chris has every right to throw hands with the with the young man. Why am I saying young man? He's older <laughs> than I am. That's ridiculous. Throw man, throw hands with the gentleman. Um, just, I just he threw him under the bus. It's a bit disrespectful. But yeah, part. We got two parts. <laughs> what? Oh, Maybe the that'll be a
1: good thing. Maybe we'll have more stuff to talk about, and it'll be not just the Chris and Page show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we
2: think anyone's going to be pregnant? Are, are we
1: calling oh, that? God, I hope not. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think anyone's thinking about having kids. of anybody, Chris wanted to be pregnant by now, like wanted his wife to be pregnant by now, but this is true. that ain't happening. Yikes. <laughs> this is true yeah i don't think clara
0: would be on board with that i don't think brianna would be on board with that definitely not virginia so i would be shocked mm-hmm. if that were Me the too. case what do you think Agu? Me too You're, you look pensive
2: no i'm just i'm thinking through the couples like you said oh because i'm holding my hands together pray mm-hmm. hand emojis
0: mm-hmm. um or just hands <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think I'm with you. But it would be if Eric and Virginia were pregnant. Drama. (laughs) Drama. Mm -mm. So much drama. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't think anyone's going to get pregnant. What do you
1: think, (laughs) (laughs) Mabella? Oh, I hope not. Like, I don't think anyone right now wants to be pregnant from these couples. And so... If they do, they would have pulled a Chris and Paige and just had unprotected sex and just hope for the best between them.
2: <laughs> I forgot that they did yeah. that.
0: <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. done.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I think, I think the reunion is going to be very interesting. Um, any, any general? Yes any general predictions for the reunion? Like, my my one that I've been standing by is that Jacob is going to have a lot to say. But do you have any kind of inklings of what you think might come up, just overall?
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: I would say, I guess I'll hop in really quickly and just say the only prediction is I think Eric and Virginia are going to be a part. At this point, okay, um, that would be my only prediction, and, and then, yeah, no, that's it, that's it.
1: Hmm. Um, I'm hoping for not pregnancy, but like something big between Vincent and Brianna. Whether they, I don't know, do something with each other's families, or maybe they move in together and they have like this new space for Cookie. Or Aww. I don't. Think they would have done international travel, but if they went to DR, like like something big like that, something positive come out of them. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see that too. Mm -hmm. Or maybe somebody's trying to buy a house or something big like that. Yeah, making moves. What if
2: (laughs) they get a second dog, another cookie? (laughs) I mean, like they call it cream, and it's like cookie and (laughs) cream. So that was a poor attempt at a joke. But yeah, that could really be good. cute. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. We'll see. We'll stick around. Check back in with us and we'll all find out how it goes. I mean We will talk about it at some point.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, um, thanks for joining us. This has been our review of Decision Day for season twelve. Um, please reach out to us on Instagram. We are Cup of Three Podcast or you can email us at um, podcasts at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you're thinking, and we'll be back next week to cover the first part of the reunion. <laughs> see. First I mean, part. We're assuming that there's just two parts. What if it was like a 10-part reunion? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, maybe they'd actually like, unedit everything and just let us have it all. Like Just I keep mean, I'm playing. i okay with that. <laughs> So
3: we'll be careful what, what you
2: ask for about the situation, right like,
3: Then we get Part the footage we're like
2: <laughs> we're like this is awful. I regret this. Why did I ask for this?
3: Um. Yeah.
0: yeah All right well we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye
1: thank you bye.